the Locked On Phillies. In today's episode, a huge free agent signing, not by the Phillies though. The biggest contract in Rays history goes to Zach Eflin. What does it mean for the former Phillies starter and reliever and for the starting pitching market this offseason? We'll debate on today's Locked On Phillies. You are Locked On Phillies, your daily Philadelphia Phillies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, this is Locked On Phillies. I'm your host, Connor Thomas. Been talking Phillies baseball for years over on 97.5 The Fanatic on the radio. Credentialed Philadelphia Phillies media member. Happy to be here with you as your host of Locked On Phillies. I want to thank you for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every single day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Some big free agent news that broke, what was it, yesterday afternoon. I had already recorded yesterday's episode, so I want to get into it today. The Phillies have their first, I guess we'll call it free agent poaching, even though the assumption was that Zach Eflin probably wouldn't be back. Remember when I set out the blueprint for the Philadelphia Phillies offseason, I said Zach Eflin probably won't be here, but if he sits around a while on the free market and doesn't get the value that he expected because he is the one who ended up opting out of his deal with the Philadelphia Phillies. He had a player option. He decided to opt out and try and earn more money elsewhere. I said, well, if he doesn't find more money elsewhere, he's someone I'd absolutely consider bringing back on a relatively cheap deal. But the Phillies are in a position where they're not going to throw a bunch of money at Zach Eflin. Well, apparently the Tampa Bay Rays do not feel the same way. And good on Zach Eflin for betting on himself. And going out there and taking the opportunity to search the open market, try and find a team that was willing to pay him. And man, did he get paid. Zach Eflin got three years, $40 million to play for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And believe it or not, that is the biggest free agent contract in the history of the Rays organization. They've never paid a free agent more. Just an incredible, incredible win for Zach Eflin. I'm sure he's very, very happy today wherever he is. Uh, originally from Florida, he's a Florida guy, so uh, that lent towards him going down there. There was another team. Uh, I forget who it was off the top of my head. Let me go ahead and see if it it comes up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Red Sox also had the same bid for Zach Eflin. So there are multiple teams out there willing to pay him that much. But because the Rays are his hometown team, I guess, or like a team closer to his hometown, he said, hey, let me go down me in Florida. Boston, it gets kind of cold around October. Uh, if I'm going to play in October, I'd rather do it down, maybe not at Tropicana, Tropicana Field, but be in Florida every day where it's 75 and sunny. So I can't blame him there. And this is, it's a nice feeling, right? Because I've always been a Zach Eflin guy. I've always been a Zach Eflin believer. I think he has really, really good stuff when he's at the top of his game. I think he has like good number two stuff at his best. The issue is he's not all that consistent. And that's why it's interesting the Rays paid him as much as they did, but they're obviously bringing him in there to be a starter. You're not paying 40 million over three years to a relief pitcher. They're bringing him in there to start. 
And I don't know what that means for like Tyler Glass now or the rest of their rotation or what's going on down there as far as their starting pitching. But it's a good sign for the Philadelphia Phillies that they didn't try and tender him an offer because that would have been too much money to throw at Zach Eflin for the Phillies. I'm glad he got paid. Here's what's interesting, right? And also really quick before I get get into like the numbers of it and kind of delete the humanity of the Zach Eflin signing and what it must mean to him from the conversation. Got to thank him for his time here. I mean, the final out in the game where the Phillies clinched, they played off berth for the first time since 2011. Uh, Some big innings in the postseason. A really, really tough time here in Philadelphia at points with injuries and potential, but not following through on that potential. He was a great guy. He's not dead. He still is a great guy. But he was a great guy for this organization. Sad to see him go. Knew he was probably going to. Very happy for him in the way that he got paid. Now, here's where this creates a potential problem for the Philadelphia Phillies. I'll say it again. Zach Eflin was not going to be re-signed by the Philadelphia Phillies unless you were getting him for like, I don't know, $12 million a year, which would have been crazy considering that was about what he was getting last season. So he would have just opted in. But – $40 million over three years for Zach Eflin. Some of you may have seen that and said, holy overpay. And I see the potential of him to be worth that much money. I don't want to take a shot at Zach Eflin because I think he can be that pitcher at his peak. But I don't think he's consistently been good enough to receive that much money. So I do think it's a slight overpay based on the consistency that Zach Eflin's put out. Good for him. Every player should want to be overpaid. I wish I was overpaid. <laughs> you got to double my money to do locked on Phillies? Absolutely. You got to double my money to work at uh, 97.5 The Fanatic? For sure. Pay me until I'm overpaid. And that's how every player and every agent should feel. But Zach Eflin is the first big name, like quasi-big name, because he was a guy that had his moments, quasi-big name free agent starter. And he goes for three years, $40 million. That's steep for a pitcher who was a three or a four this year in Philadelphia and ended up throwing out of the bullpen partially because of injury and everything going on there. That means when you look at a guy like Jacob DeGrom or Carlos Rodon, those guys are going to be super, super expensive. The sticker shock, which is what they call it when you see a price that like shocks you into saying, wow, that's way, way too high. Yeah. That's going to be a thing for the Phillies if they're going to get one of those top starters. And now it's starting to make more sense why Dave Dombrowski in his end of year availability when asked about the starting pitching market was like, yeah, might not be one of the top end guys going to be like a could be a veteran, like a depth guy, (laughs) because he had an idea of where the market was going to be for these guys. And it is much higher than I think a lot of us anticipated. If you had asked me what Zach Eflin was going to get over the course of a three year deal, I would have told you probably about thirty five million dollars. That extra $5 million for a guy like Zach Heflin becomes an extra $35 million for a guy like Jacob DeGrom. And all the players in between end up bumping up and slotting up. And the more players that will get paid in that range, the more expensive it'll be for the Philadelphia Phillies to go ahead and sign even a depth uh, veteran starting pitcher. Zach Heflin a little bit young to be considered like a full-on veteran, one-year deal guy. That's obviously why you got three years. Uh, reaching the prime or what should be the prime of his career. So you're hoping to get three good years out of him before he starts to decline, especially with the injury concern. So a good buy low, even though you might have paid more than people expect 
but a good buy low move by the uh, by the Tampa Bay Rays, I think. I think they're really going to like Zach Eflin down there. And they're also an organization that evaluates pitching talent really well. So the fact that they're interested in him makes me be like, well, maybe the Phillies missed the boat on this one. But I don't think they should have paid him that much because I don't think a Zach Eflin fits into your rotation as well as someone with a higher upside. Like the Phillies need to create in a rotation that mirrors the Houston Astros, the Atlanta Braves, the, well, the last year New York Mets when they were healthy, uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers, teams that are absolute juggernauts on the mound. That's who the Phillies need to compete with. And having F1 as your three, I don't know, get you there. But if you're Tampa Bay and you're trying to make waves and you're trying to do it on a cheaper scale, that might be a great gamble to take on Zach Eflin. But when the Phillies go out and they look at some of the top veteran starting pitchers, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be really, really expensive compared to what we've seen in past years for starting pitching signings. You're not going out and uh, like getting Noah Syndergaard on the deal you got him on or getting Kyle Gibson on the deal you got him on for like two years or a year and change. Like This is going to be an expensive offseason for starting pitchers if indeed Zach Eflin's signing is not an anomaly. And because he was signed so early, it can't be. Other pitchers are now going to talk to their agents and say, hey, get me paid based on what Eflin just got. I did this better. I was healthier. I threw more innings. I was on a better team. I was a number two here. He was a number three or four in Philly. All this stuff is going to factor in. So if you had any doubts that the starting pitching market in free agency was going to be expensive as anything this year, Zach Eflin just ended all of those doubts. And good for him. One more time, I'll say, wish the best of luck to Zach down in Tampa Bay. Really hope everything works out well for him. And he's a great guy from being in the locker room and being able to talk to these guys. Loves his rock music. Loves to play the guitar. A really good dude. Uh, taller than you'd expect. And just uh, despite everything going on with him, always a really, really friendly, pleasant dude to be around. Can't wish him any better with the Tampa Bay Rays. Like, I hope he absolutely excels every time that he's not pitching against the Philadelphia Phillies. And this is not a situation like when Nick Pavetta went to Boston and you kind of cast him off. No, this is a, hey, we'd love to have you back. But if you want to go try and make more money somewhere, we don't really – you're not fit in our plans for us to pay you that much, but you may deserve it, so go go ahead and look for it. And, uh, well, he got it. And I'm happy for uh, for Zach and a little bit unhappy with the price tag because of what it means for the Phillies. But, hey, that's how free agency goes. And that's just uh, setting up what's been a busy week in news. Coming up next, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about – what that Zach Eflin news and the other free agent news this week, since this is a Friday episode, we're going to kind of look back, talk about what this big week in news and free agency means. And we'll also do, we've also still got off the pole. We've got the advent calendar, which a lot of guesses on that. Appreciate you guys playing along with that. We got day two of the advent calendar. So much stuff still to come. We'll be uh, coming up next on Locked on Phillies. We're talking about the free agent news and the hot stove and how it's certainly heating up. And I want to remind you, today's episode is indeed brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, analysis, all that good stuff. You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer and esports. They've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net. 
is indeed where the game starts. All right, so let's talk about a busy week in Major League Baseball. We had the news on Trey Turner, and now the Philadelphia Phillies are going to get one of the top shortstops in baseball, according to some agent that Buster only talked to in a tweet that he sent out. We had the Aaron Judge news about Judge, the decision possibly coming within the week. Now it's Friday. I'd imagine it's probably longer than that. That may be a little bit of agent speak to try and drum up some people to sign before Judge so you can get an idea of what values are like because even the top dog like Aaron Judge only has a general idea of what his value is. As more of the piece of the free agent puzzle fills out, that's when the players who are unsigned learn exactly what they're worth because there are concrete statistics to tell you how good you are compared to those players that are being signed. But then we get the Zach Eflin signing with the Rays, the biggest contract they've ever handed out in free agency, which speaks to how much they believe in Zach Eflin and how much they believe they're close to competing in what was a uh, an interesting AL East last year. The Orioles made a jump. The Blue Jays, a very good young team. The Yankees, obviously a juggernaut. The Red Sox fell off a little bit, but were pesky. The Rays were in the mix a little bit there, but that's an interesting division to watch for a really competitive one in 2023. And I think that's part of why the Rays are feeling comfortable to load up and spend money and go get a guy like Zach Eflin who can shore up that rotation. But you look at all of those pieces of news, right? And what that says to me is that hot stove, yeah, it's it's on low, but they're, they set the light button, it, it clicked, the flame popped up, and they, they turned it to low. But prior to this week, I would say – they were still clicking, like you had it on light near the before the flame actually ignites. That was everything leading up to this week. Now, well, we've got a little low flame going. The water's not boiling by any stretch of the imagination. This isn't enough to even bring it to a simmer. Not even seeing the bubbles down at the bottom yet. But you're seeing that there is a little bit of activity. There's the first big pieces of news that are posturing from the agents of big players like Trey Turner. And Aaron Judge, you've seen a signing with Zach Eflin. We've seen some smaller signings for like some relief pitchers and stuff like that. Not anything consequential for the Phillies, but it's starting to warm up. We're about to hit a really, really hot stretch here from now until the Christmas holiday, where you could see an Aaron Judge signing. You could see a Trey Turner signing. Really from now until the 25th of December, as we're continuing with our advent calendar, which I'll tell you about in our final segment today, who yesterday's was, and give you the clues for today's advent calendar, Philly. But as we do that, uh, we're heading towards one of the hotter stretches of the offseason. You're going to get like that early January pop. But a lot of folks want to be signed by Christmas, want to know where they're going, so that after the holidays, they can make plans to be down there and ready to go. I mean, pitchers and catchers, not that far away. Uh, I don't know the exact date. Let me find that for you, the date when pitchers and catchers report to spring training for 2023 because it's closer than you think. Let's see. Pitchers catchers report 2020. Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day, will be uh, the reporting for the Rays is the first article that I see there. So, uh, yeah, we're really, really not far away from that. And signing in January, you have a month to change everything around. Signing in December – well, you got a little bit of time to enjoy the holidays. You got some extra money in your pocket. You're like, if you're Zach Eflin, I just got $40 million over the next three years. Let's go. Buy you those extra presents for Christmas. So this is a stretch where you see a lot of free agent movement. So the stove is heating up. That's why you want to be locked in on Locked On Phillies because we'll have all the latest news for you on Rumor Mill, what has happened, 
what probably will happen, what probably won't happen. So we'll have all that good stuff. But this is an exciting week news-wise, even if it was just breadcrumbs, because that shows there's some moving under the surface. This is like the, the shifting of the tectonic plates. You don't really see it until they crash into each other. And there's a big signing or a big earthquake in the actual example I'm using. But this is they're slightly crawling towards each other. And something's coming soon, whether it's Judge or Turner or Correa or Bogarts or Swanson or Rodone or DeGrom or whoever it may be. But we're going to see a big name free agent sign before Christmas. And we can see a big name free agent sign before the 10th of December, today, December 2nd. So this next week will be interesting. Starting to get some movement. This is a fun time of the baseball offseason to check in on. So that's something that the Zach Eflin news cements more in my mind, that moves are coming. It's starting to loosen up a little bit. Teams are starting to cut the checks, and now we'll get to see the exciting part of the offseason. Now, the final segment today is going to be the advent calendar. So i got to slip in off the poll here. If you're not familiar with off the poll, every Friday we got poll questions that we put out on uh, Twitter at LO underscore Phillies. That's why it's called off the poll. You get to get your reaction to questions that we ask. And we're looking at a situation where Zach Eflin has left the Philadelphia Phillies. And I want to ask about the impression that you'll have of Zach Eflin from his time here in Philadelphia. Because you got to remember, this is a guy that was included in a Jimmy Rollins trade. He came in here with that name hanging over him. And I think, frankly, for his skill level, he contributed to this organization in a, a way that was good. But how do you see Zach Eflin leaving the Philadelphia Phillies, what his time was here in Philadelphia? Too many injuries, underachieved, overachieved, about what you expected. So those will be your options. Too many injuries, overachieved, underachieved, as expected. For Zach Eflin's time here in Philadelphia, and how you'll remember his time in red pinstripes. I'm not going to give away my answer. I'll tell you mine on Monday when we bounce back into uh, off the pole in the second part of the segment where I'll tell you how I feel about all of it. But I thought that was an interesting question uh, about looking back on a, a Philly who had a lot of impact over the last couple of years, some positive, some negative, part of that core, the World Series run core. I mean, I mean it's always sad to see those guys go. So I'll post that at Locked On Phillies on Twitter, LO underscore Phillies. I'll post it at Connor Thomas 975 on Twitter. And go ahead and let me know what you're thinking when you look back at the time of Zach Eflin as a Philadelphia Philly. Coming up next, Advent calendar time. It's December 2nd, so we'll have our second Philly and also reveal the answer to the first one. And a couple of people got this one right. Didn't get anything by you guys. You're smart out there. Wow. Might have to make these next couple a little bit harder. But this next one, too, I think you'll be able to knock down. We'll discuss as we wrap up Locked On Phillies. All right, it's Advent calendar time. So before we jump into the question for today, let's reveal who yesterday's Advent calendar was. And again, the clue was he was a two-time Rule 5 draft pick. Had a lot of accomplishments in a Philadelphia Phillies uniform, even a really, really big one. But one of his biggest accomplishments off the field was he's an Eagle Scout. And... A lot of people nailed this one. A couple folks on Twitter. Let me actually pull up the responses so I can give credit where credit's due. We got some YouTube comments as well that nailed it. But if I head over to uh, Locked On Phillies on Twitter, uh, Sports GPS got it. Marty Bergen got it. 
Yes, that was indeed the flying Hawaiian Shane Victorino. Did not know he was an Eagle Scout, but I did know he was a two-time Rule 5 draft pick and a world champion with the Philadelphia Phillies in 2008, one of the most beloved Phillies of all time. So uh, we'll post a graphic. I made a graphic for the uh, for Twitter to go ahead and post it out of uh, Shane Victorino behind door number one of the advent calendar. We'll keep updating it. Now, another thing that I want to talk about, too, uh, how does it work on days like Saturday and Sunday where I'm not recording Lock on Phillies because we're Monday through Friday? Well, those clues for the advent calendar will be totally virtual. They'll be on Twitter. So you got to follow at LO underscore Phillies or myself at Connor Thomas 975 for the advent calendar clues for the weekend. So the third and fourth will be over the weekend. Come back on the fifth and I'll reveal uh, the, uh, of course, the players for the advent calendar for today, Saturday and Sunday. We'll do that all together. So I'm not going to review them over the weekend, just to not give it away so people can get their guests in. Here are your clues for today, though, for the December 2nd Philadelphia Phillies Advent Calendar player. This player was a two-time All-Star, a Gold Glove winner as a Philadelphia Phillies backstop. And, you know, I don't know if he'd be all that happy that he'd be in a Christmas Advent Calendar because, well, He's actually Jewish. Who is that Philadelphia Phillies player? One of uh, one of my initial favorite players as a kid. So go ahead and uh, jump in the comments if you know that one. Again, uh, two-time All-Star, one-time Gold Glove winner, backstop, who uh, does not celebrate Christmas and probably doesn't do Advent calendars considering he is Jewish. So we will go ahead and have guesses on that. I'll tell you who that is on Monday. I'm sure there's people already screaming it out at the screen, but go ahead and make your comments so I can give you proper credit like I did to those two guys on Twitter who got it correct. And uh, we'll continue with the advent calendar. That's all my time for today's Locked On Phillies. I want to thank you for making Locked On Phillies your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Now make your second listen Locked On Sports Today, the biggest breaking news from around the sports world. Everything you need to know. A big USA soccer game tomorrow. Talk about that with the Netherlands coming up in the round of 16 of the World Cup. NBA, NFL's big weekend coming up. We're heading down the home stretch. NHL's cooking. Flyers have lost 11 of their last 12. Let's go, tank. All good stuff over at Locked On Sports today. So go ahead and check out their work on Odyssey app, YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts, just like where you can find Locked On Phillies. And make sure you're rating, reviewing, subscribing to Locked On Phillies. Let's bump that subscriber count up. If there's one thing you can give me for Christmas besides sending me cold, hard cash, no, please don't do that. I'm fine. But subscribe to the YouTube. It costs you nothing. It takes no time. It significantly helps me out to continue to build Locked On Phillies. So please continue to do that. And I really appreciate everything that you do out there to help me out here on Locked On Phillies. Hopefully you're enjoying the content enough to make you want to help me out on Locked On Phillies. So thank you for another fun week. And I will talk to you again Monday on the next Locked On Phillies.